When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we go! There's only four words. This is something something Bronco. This one's for Pat! Guys, this is not There's only one person that carries the ball right here. Yeah. Tim Tebow back in the system. Third. Oh, my God. Tim has got a touchdown. Picked off by the Bronco. Ah, Picked off ah, by the all-pro Justin Featuring Mile High Reports, Mike DeSico, and Jess Place. Welcome to Something Something Broncos. Oh, mother. Oh, mother. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, and he is Mike DeSico. How about them Cowboys? LOL. <laughs> That's what I think about them Cowboys. <laughs> Oh, it feels good to beat him, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, crazy. it was like watching an old Raiders game. Penalty, 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 penalty. It was awful. It's Cowboys. You know, just, I mean, it's the first preseason game. It's second, third stringers. But you can tell poorly coached teams and well-coached teams by the amount of penalties they get. 18, was lot. 18 penalties. It was insane. So... They're back on TV, the Denver Broncos. How, how does it feel to see them on, t- on national TV? They were on NFL Network. It was great when I could see what was happening with the ball. Yeah, the camera work was it's a like, little sus. Hunt the ball, then let's keep the camera on the punter. It's like I love to watch soccer, and one thing they do there is the keeper will make a save and will punt the ball, and they'll just keep the camera on the keeper. And like, where's the ball? What's happening? And then they did that in the, the game, too. Like. There was a pass. Yeah. And then, and we just keep an eye on the quarterback standing there. Like what happened? What happened? And 
camera work, the producer, whoever, I mean, it's preseason for everybody, like they say, but my God, then even like when there's passes on the bottom sideline, it's like, I can't tell if he caught it because it was behind the score ticker. Yeah. Or uh, Josh Johnson uh, throwing it uh, just deep and, and and that's it. Like, that's all you see. And it's just like, well, I guess they didn't catch it because the rest of the team isn't running, running? Yeah. after. Like local, it's Local broadcasts are local broadcasts. Don't worry, guys. We'll edit it together later. Yes. <laughs> well, it was fun. It was fun seeing the, seeing the Broncos. And it, it I mean, was but, so good. It wasn't the real Broncos. It was kind of like like we said last week. It's kind of the diet Broncos, but but there was some good stuff. Like I mean, with Tim Patrick going down, it's like you kind of wanted to see a little production from the wide receivers. And I'll be darned if we didn't get it. Like I mean, yeah. how how cool is it that Kendall Hinton is is turning into a little bit of a pass catcher? It's a player. Well, you know, so one thing I tweeted was Pat Tim Patrick gets hurt. Everybody's like, we have to trade for a wide receiver right now. What's Peyton doing? He hasn't, you know, he's got to do something. And then after the game, everybody's like, can we keep all nine wide receivers on the roster? Is that something we can do? And so one good job by Peyton in uh, building this roster. because The depth was amazing. And two good for him for being patient and not making some panic move just because Tim Patrick got hurt because there are some players there. Uh, Virgil, that kid can fly. He made some, Tough catches. A couple of those guys, Montrell, uh, made Josh Johnson's night look better than maybe it was because they made some pretty acrobatic catches. So it was amazing to see that depth because as the Patrick injury shows us, we'll need depth. We're going to need to find a way to power through and so much fun to watch. Well, and, and Seth Williams, he he got a touchdown as well. Seth Williams, Kendall Hinton. Uh, it, it was, it, I, I full disclosure, if you were following Mile High Report's Twitter account, uh, I was confused briefly for a moment uh, and uh, thought it was uh, Kendall Hinton who, who, who got the first touchdown. Uh, there is a difference between nine and 19. I just want our listeners to know that. So what is Seth that? Williams, I apologize. You are not Kendall Hinton. And that's okay. He'd be so lucky though, because yeah. <laughs> he's a Hall of, Kendall's Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, yeah. Yeah. So, here's the thing: going into this game, last podcast, we were both very concerned about the backup quarterback because Russ is probably not going to play 17 games, just because most quarterbacks won't. So, uh, you come out of this feeling better or worse about our uh, options if Russell is out? So you're right. Uh, the, the most uh, popular Broncos player is the backup quarterback. Uh, Josh Johnson was amazing. He went 16 for 23 for 172 yards, two touchdowns with 120.2 passer rating. That's pretty awesome. And then came Brett Rippon, who also looked pretty darn good. A lot of fans were saying, well, you know, I think Brett uh, should start uh next game and and this and that and and uh, there's a lot of conjecture about uh, Denver's favorite position you know I'm not sold on either of them yet the stat line Josh put together looks pretty impressive it started off really poor like I said earlier he was bailed out by some quite spectacular catches by a very talented wide receiver core that maybe they go the other way and maybe we're looking at a uh, nine for 23 no touchdown night but that's what good teams do they make each other better I wasn't sold on Josh Johnson I want to see more. And we're not going to have the luxury of going up against the Dallas Cowboys every week, you know? Uh, every week, you know? <laughs> it's it's unfortunate, but unfortunately we are in the uh, AFC West, not the NFC East. 
I was impressed by Baron Browning. Uh, Everyone was like, oh, he's got to bend like Vaughn. And we talked about that last week. And I'll be damned if he came around the edge uh, with that uh, that low curve uh, right to the quarterback. It was fun to see. I like how everybody says he's got this amazing bend. I'm really curious how many people actually could identify a good bend versus a bad bend. It's just become a buzzword. It is kind of a buzzword, but if, if you have a bad bend, you just kind of fall over, don't you? I, I guess he did look amazing as advertised because it's it's easy to be a training camp hero when you're going in shorts and everything. He looked good against what are allegedly NFL players. And, you know, I think I had the same problem with Browning that everybody had. He was covering punts in the third quarter. He was playing in the fourth quarter. What? Why? It was probably he time to, to pull him. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it, you, it, we saw what he was and what he was is bordering on essential. Get him out of there. It's Don't time. risk him. It's the first preseason him. game. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not time to be taking unnecessary risks like cut down day is tuesday where the broncos will go from 90 uh to 85 players so there are five players uh that will that will be out of a job come tuesday and and uh as of time of airing of this podcast we already know who they are i imagine that the all five be the offensive linemen who played who did a terrible terrible job i i can be honest like most fans i'm not an expert at offensive line play it's one of those things where, you know, if they're good, you don't notice them, so to speak. But even I know that when the defender is hitting your running back five yards behind the line of scrimmage every single time, that's bad offensive line play. And it was not good. It didn't give any of our running backs really a chance. And again, depth is really important. I think we have decent depth, but it certainly wasn't on display last uh, Saturday night. What about uh, hometown hero Max Borgie? He, the, there was not really much there to get excited about. He just Well, yeah, and he came in for like, what, three, four or five plays and then we didn't see much more of him to the point where I almost thought he was hurt. But no, we didn't. We didn't see anybody anything from anybody. He didn't look good. I wonder what uh, what would happen with Rippin and uh, and Johnson if if there was a running game. Would we have? Se- we probably would not have seen the uh, the offensive fireworks from from the wide receivers like we did. Yeah, I don't know, but I do like you know talking back to Hackett. It was his first game and. He said he was going to be aggressive, you know, when he was hired back in what January, February, and he was aggressive. He took deep shots. He showed confidence in his receivers to make one-on-one plays. And, you know, sometimes, you know, the preseason, of course, they're not going to have their entire playbook. It's going to be vanilla, but Hackett was still out there going for it. And imagine when number three's uh, dropping back and throwing those deep balls. It's uh, it's going to be fun, but uh, those deep shots, Russ hits them, he's going to really benefit are going to be uh, Melvin and Javante. They're going to stretch the field for the first time they're in gonna, years. It's going to be yeah, nice. They're not going to have like nine, ten guys in the box. Let's see what Javante can do when there's like five, six, seven guys in there. And all of a sudden some... Uh, cornerbacks coming up and trying to stop Javante around the corner, you know? Yeah. You know, I admire that they wanted to run it down their throat last year. I, uh, however, there was, there was no, no choice. It was just, it, <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. Yeah. It's, it's going to be so nice though uh, with, with Russell Wilson and there, you know, all the talk is that they're going to exploit that deep, vertical passing game and it's going to be a whole hell of a lot of fun to watch i am encouraged by the play calling in this first preseason game exactly and i want to see virgil running see if he can outrun russell wilson's arm because that kid is fast and i want to just get him out there and run and see what happens talking about russell wilson can i just I'm going to change topics here for a second. The NFL 100 came out. Yeah. He came in at number 61. And Andrew Mason pointed out that when Case Keenum came to Denver, he was number 51. So, you know, this, there's no science behind this NFL 100, but they're saying Keenum was a 51 and Russ is a 61. Yeah, doesn't anyway, add up. Doesn't add what, up. What, what the heck? I mean, maybe he's not, he was like number two, two, three years ago. Maybe he's not that high. 
Sure. But you're telling me there's 60 players that are going to get drafted out of an NFL current player draft before Russell Wilson gets picked? Well, Case Keenum was also coming off that miraculous uh, playoff game as well. So I'm sure that was fresh in the minds of the uh, the player voters. But Russell Wilson's coming off being Russell Wilson for 10 years. He gets to be Russell Wilson for the rest of his life. Yeah. And Case Keenum does not. So sorry, (laughs) Case. Do you know who we get to see this weekend? Case Keenum. Keenum was the case that they gave us? Case Keenum. (laughs) is a Buffalo Bill, so we will get to see Case Keenum. I'm of the opinion that I have seen enough of Case Keenum. It'll be nice to see him for somebody else. Some news came out of training camp, some good, some bad. Well, good news is uh, Randy Gregory and Billy Turner have come off the pup list and are are cleared for practice. So so that is the most exciting news of the day. Uh, they are Joe, no longer pups, they are dogs. They are dogs, yeah. Dogs. So And, and uh, also good, uh, Jonas Griffith is going to uh, only miss a couple weeks. It's not, it's not uh, a career ending or anything like that. Uh, he should be back uh, for week one. Um, but even after seeing that they still left Browning in for so long. I don't get it. Well, it's a first time coach, you know, it's like it, it maybe he just didn't know what was going on. I, I don't know. I, I hope onto the field, you know, I hope that, that that's one of the adjustments that they make uh, this week is, Hey, let's not leave our essential players out on the field in the later yeah. quarters of meaningless game. Obviously Browning is learning a new position. So getting reps is important. There just seems to be a better balance that is required. Unfortunately, Natane Muti, Muti, Muti. I always said Muti. I, now, I, now I have no confidence in how to pronounce it. I, I'm thrown. Natane M. Natane Muti had Muti. Is it Muti or Muti? I literally don't know. Let me Google how to. Now I'm all tongue-tied. All right. Here's from Mile High Report, how to properly pronounce the newest Bronco names. And this was from 2020. Natane Muti. Muti. Okay. Natani. Natanye? And it's it's the pronunciation guide in Mile Report is any hyphen T-A-N-I. Natani? Natani Muti. 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 Muti is hurt and he's going to be gone for a little while. So like I saw on Twitter and I can't credit the person because I forgot. Uh, so that probably locks in uh, Reisner and Miners as our starting guards. So that was one position battle that I know you and I were both excited to watch how that was going to settle out. And this might have made the decision decision for the coaches. But- yeah. And, you know, Graham Glasgow, that's can only ah. be helpful for him. The fact that he was starting in that game, a veteran of his stature shows he's not assigned the depth chart as he might uh, want to be. And this might open a door. Guess what we got coming up this week? Uh, I'm going to guess Tom it's team. No, boys. Oh, it's like, a, it's like a reunion. It's like, it's like the best and worst of uh, Broncos recent history. It's you have Von Miller, the legend and case Keenum, the n- not so legend. he's a legend in his own way in Bronco history. Von, even if he doesn't actually play just to see him standing on sideline, wearing a bill's hat. Oh, you mean, know, they're going to go over and start talking to him. Like, I mean, oh, even if, gonna... it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's the Broncos broadcast or the bills broadcast, they, the, the TV crew will find their way to Von Miller and as they should, because I expect TV. him to be super gracious and awesome in that Von Miller way. Yeah, no, I, I will probably have my Von Miller Jersey on because I love the guy. Everybody loves the guy and I'm glad he ended up in a good situation. It's weird to say Buffalo is a good situation, but it is. And, and he got paid. So good for he got, him. He got paid. And I'm still coming to grips with the Bills being a good situation. How good do you expect him to be this year? 
I expect them to be pretty good. With them, I live in New England, and so I find myself more often than not rooting for the Bills. And only recently has that been uh, a positive experience for me. Ordinarily, I my rooting for the Bills to beat the Patriots and 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 everybody in between uh, comes up empty. And so uh, I. I'm going to say I like the Bills this year. Do I like them more than the Denver Broncos? No, never. I would never say that. I, that's, that's I, ridiculous. I, I really, I, I, I want to keep my eye on them. I think it's very possible the Broncos may head to Buffalo to play them at some point in the playoffs. Um, at which point, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping Russell Wilson's having well, an MVP year and uh, it's, it's, it's not even an issue. It's a Broncos win going away. Well, what's going to happen? Is gonna be the fourth quarter. Russell's driving. Vaughn comes around the edge, has a free shot. He's gonna pull up. He's gonna let Russell throw the touchdown. He's gonna to rip off his Bills jersey. He's gonna have the orange 58 on there. It's gonna be like old school NWO. He's Agent Von Miller. I love it. I love it. And, and Agent Von is there. Something destroy the enemy from within. The fireworks will go off. Exactly. He'll like whack over and whack Josh Allen with a steel chair. Yes. Yes. Well, it's, it's the bills, you know, he's going to send somebody through a table, a folding table. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's a Bronco and marital aids will be tossed on the field. Allegedly. <laughs> oh, no. In reality, the NFL actually. does not acknowledge that that ever happened. Multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta so, love Buffalo. Gotta love but Speaking it. of Von Miller. I, well, first of all, I hear he has a chance to start in Buffalo, which would be very exciting. But we're going to see Russell Wilson stand on the line in the scrimmage, check out where Vaughn is, call an audible, and snap the ball. Are we going to see that? I think we're going to see a little Russell Wilson. I think we're going to see, for the first time, maybe a series. Maybe, so? maybe two series. I don't think you're going to see him for a half or anything like that. Oh, like, good Lord, no. I think if Hackett wants to troll him, he'll put him in for a series, three handoffs, punt. Here comes Josh Johnson. No, you get Russell Wilson in there, you send the ball deep. It'll be so much fun to see. Who needs a big game on Saturday? Keep themselves off that bubble to maybe elevate themselves to the starting lineup. Who are you going to be watching? Who needs to? You know who You know who we're going to see is Dulcich. I bet we're going to see him for the first time so. on the field. I bet. I bet. I bet for that first series with uh, Russell Wilson, maybe even beyond, uh, you'll you'll see you'll see a little Dulcich on the That'll field. That'll be good. Yeah, it's a knock that knock the dust off. Uh, he's he was injured to start camp, and uh, here here he comes, uh, ready to go, ready to play a little preseason. I think. Yeah, I think we see it. Well, you know th- those hamstrings, man. Those can linger if you try to come back too soon. All of a sudden, it's an eight week injury. So as long as they're sure he's healthy, otherwise he's going to make the roster. Wait another week if you're not sure. Well, then that brings us to the third preseason game, which which is almost as bad as the first preseason game. This uh, is as bad <laughs> as the second preseason game. <laughs> it's uh, th- th- no one's going to play in that game. I mean, that's that's just like the the scrubs and the the trade. The pro bowl level of contact. Moving on. All right, so this is your favorite part of the uh, of the something something uh, Broncos broadcast. It's it's part. where we uh, predict the score uh, going into the game at Buffalo. Well, which is weird because first of all, we don't know who's going to play. Is Josh Allen going to play? Is Von Miller? Is Russell Wilson? We don't know. So I'm going to say no Von Miller. Yes. One series from Josh Allen and yes, one to two series from Russell Wilson. You know, the thing is the regular season going back East for an early game 
this is going back east for an early game. I imagine the Bills are going to win. I'll say 28 to 17, just because nothing based on more than going back east early game. But the score is really the least important part of what happens. It's those individual performances that you want to see. And you can still learn a lot from your team, win or lose in these situations. But I'm just going to go with uh, Bills 28-17. I'm going to go 21-24 Denver Broncos. uh, Brandon McManus uh, saves us all from the threat of an overtime game. Even though now you cannot have an overtime game in preseason, uh, everyone will think that we're going to go to overtime and Brendan McManus will save us from ourselves for making foolish overtime predictions in the preseason. I'll be like that uh, Tebow to Demarius Thomas score where it was the first year with the new rules and everybody thought the Steelers got the ball again. Including the Steelers. Including the Steelers. And nobody's like, wait, we won? What? And everybody's like, what? There's no overtime? Really? Who was it? Was it Donovan McNabb who didn't understand the overtime rules? Yes. Yes. He didn't know that games could end in a tie. That's right. Yeah. And... That just seemed weird. So starting quarterback seems like a thing you should know. How I mean, to win the game. For being a professional athlete, you you should – I mean, that's something. Understand the rules of your game. Understand the rules. Yeah. yeah. Man, well, it's complex. Broncos, There's a lot to it. It is. The Broncos are back. They're on TV. They're on TV again Saturday morning, which is awesome because it's 10 a.m. California time where I'm at. So we'll be done right after lunch. I have the rest of the day ahead of me. It's going to be a good Saturday. It'll be a good uh, primer for what it's like, uh, you know, when we go east. <laughs> and we have a couple of games back east. Then we go, we go to Carolina, like you mentioned. We have to go to Baltimore, I believe. Yep, we're at Baltimore. Uh, at Jacksonville, if- we're at Jacksonville. Okay, so I'm just talking games against NFL teams, though. Yeah, right, right. right. Well, uh, and actually, I think that one's. Then we have the NFC East this year. So who do we play on the road? That one may be in London. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's that's waste. It's uh, that's going to be a trip. Yeah. Um, be, I mean, it doesn't matter to me because I can watch the game on TV no matter what. So it's not like I'm missing a game. But as far as the players go, I'm not. A, I wouldn't imagine they're big fans of it. Road trips no. are hard enough. No, and well, and the grass is always like super like weird and wet and like it's it's not it's not like NFL field turf. It's soccer pitch that is you know as cared for uh, for soccer as as we care for our our football fields. And so it's, yeah. it's, it, you know, it's, it's not the same, but. No, but it's a brand new stadium, dart stadium. So it's not like they're playing at uh Burnley's field uh, on a rainy Wednesday night. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is a NFL quality stadium. They'll be playing in at least, but I love England. I love London the soccer teams to play there. Beef eaters. And Oh, the beef eaters the tower of London. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. And uh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> we have a lot of Bronco fans in love, uh, England. Davey Bilo on Twitter. Follow him. He's a good dude. Yeah. So there's, like, there's a lot of Bronco fans in England, and I'm sure they're going to be really excited to go see them. Got Mike Birdie, who's a Broncos fan. He's fun to follow on Twitter from, uh, and he calls it God's Own Manchester. So, <laughs> Big fan of his. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, oh, he's the best. And uh, anyway, all of our English fans are going to be in for a treat because. Joe Flacco is not going. Russell Wilson is going. It's a good year to have the Broncos in London. And I'm happy for all of them. And most importantly, Josh McDaniels won't be there to film the walkthrough to get in trouble. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a big knock. Something hard to overcome. <laughs> 
He is a Mike DeSico, and I am Jess Place, and this has been Something Something Broncos, a podcast feature of MileHighReport.com. Mike, are you part of the Broncos conversation? I am. Be like Mike. Join like us Mike. over at MileHighReport.com. You just heard a long-winded podcast, but are you thirsty for more? Follow yes. me on Twitter, at Jez Rue. Follow Mike on Twitter, Mike. At Mike DeSico. M-I-K-E-D-E-C-I-C-C-O. Stay for the hot takes. And if you don't get the joke, tweet me and let me know you didn't get the joke. I love that. And the casual swearing. Oh, casual swearing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Casual swearing. It's fucking awesome. Also, be sure to comment, like, and subscribe to the Mile High Report family of podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. That is all we got this week. Uh, Go Broncos. Let's ride. 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 Are we riding? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Good morning, Broncos country. I am Jess Plays. I'm Tanner Watts. I'm Lori Lattimore Volkman. Good morning, Broncos country. Tim Lynch here. I am Rachel Strand, and welcome to Horse Tracks. The Horse Tracks. Mile High Report Horse Tracks. With your horse tracks. And I've got your morning update. It's Horse Tracks, Mile High Report's daily update of what's going on in Broncos country. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a thing.